Welcome to the Real Walk Podcast, where Christ is the focus and we tell you all about what following him is really like. Here, we keep it real and honest about our walk with Jesus, which means the message isn't always easy to stomach, but always for the purpose of edifying. So, buckle up and listen in. It's about to be a good one. Hey, y'all, and welcome to another episode. Um... Or rather, should I say, welcome to season two, episode one. And I am so sorry. Let's just let's just start off with an apology. I took a full <laughs> month and a couple of weeks off. And like I promised, though, this time around, we are coming in with changes, new updates. Hello. <laughs> uh, but I hope you like them all. And just quick reminder, I want to direct all of y'all to social media pages um we're still working on some of them not everything um but yeah i mean things are rolling around um i've i've found (laughs) some a a little bit of a crew right to work with me on this we got editor okay and i just want to let you know off the bat uploads will be on mondays and fridays what time (laughs) no i listen that part we don't have it all figured out we're all trying our best okay we're all trying our best but i just want to let you know mondays and fridays every week you can come on right back here and expect an episode ready for you um if there is an episode literally i'll let you know and the only way for you to keep in contact with what we're doing and um staying on top of what we're doing is to just go straight to my instagram well the page is instagram literally i just flipped it it's not for me alone it's so I can interact with y'all and you guys can put down questions. You can say whatever you want to say. Um, okay. Um, not exactly say whatever you want to say. It's a family show. Okay. Um, but you know, be friendly, be friendly. Just say what, you know, share what you thought about the episode event or if you have questions and you want to reach out and stuff like that. So I wanted to open that up, <laughs> right? I wanted to come in with a bang, but, but for today, um, we're gonna start off with the cliche all right so if you've been at church oh you heard the intro we're all about here at real walk um i am gonna dive right in into the cliche it's valentine's day today um did i say happy valentine's day i mean if you're in a relationship congratulations the rest of us we are kind of in a we're in a season we're moving through you know coasting right through um but yeah, I'm I'm just listen. It's literally I don't know how many churches <laughs> are preaching about relationships last sun this past Sunday. Yeah, you were you there at your church as well? Were they doing that too? Yeah, okay. Um so guess what? You're going to get another one today. <laughs> You're getting another one on Monday. And we are talking about relationships. Um and yes, I'm going to hit you with the clichés. Or I'm going to give you the basics, the, you know, you've heard about it, that verse that is said every, you know, February 14th, and we're going to go right into it. Um, but like, you know, like I always say, right straight off into prayer, um, Heavenly Father, we just thank you and we thank you, bless you, oh Lord, Father, we glorify you and we just, um, we pray, oh God, Father, your strength, oh God, Father, be, be released into the listeners, oh God, Father, but mainly, oh God, Father, even just use me as a vessel, oh Lord, Father, to speak your word, oh God. That the one who's behind here listening, oh God, Father, receives your word in Jesus' mighty name. And that touched our hearts, oh Lord, Father, that let this word be a transformation in our lives in Jesus' mighty name. That it it begins to um, pull down strongholds and, and reveal certain things and areas in their life that they need to give over to you. So, Lord, we praise you. We glorify you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen awesome (laughs) right so we're gonna go right into it and i just want to talk to you about the verse man is created to not be alone yes that one um i'm trying to gather my thoughts and how i can deliver this in a way that's gonna make sense to you just to give a reference right i'm here to give you information off of what i've heard collected through the past couple of years (laughs) from observing listening hearing into and watching relationships or relationship content and stuff like that so 
I'm not coming from a biased perspective, meaning I've heard what the world has to say. And I've heard what the church has to say, you know? So I, I'm trying to, we're trying to debunk a lot of things, put things together, see what makes sense, because here's the thing. And here, what I say is for you to filter. <laughs> and what I mean by filter is you can take what you take and leave what you leave, right? Because not everything I say here, I'm not talking from experience. I'm talking from how long, actually? I think maybe since 2018 experience. So little story time. We're opening with one. I was, oh man, it like, it was hard. High school sucked. High school sucked. High school was painful. Um, it wasn't all terrible, but when it comes to relationships, I don't have the best track record. So you might be thinking, then why are you talking about relationships? Like, it makes no sense. Um, why are we talking? Rather, why am I listening to you about relationships? Because I got a testimony for you, okay? <laughs> sit down. Um, <laughs> sit down and listen. Um, so growing up, I literally struggled, I think, making friends. And that was the hardest thing for me, I think, grasping that, you know, people accepting me for me. I think it actually even just started with, like, the whole bullying thing, you know, uh, making comments about my weight. And you know how, like, the Bible says, like, love others as you love yourself, that connection wasn't there. So was I loving myself? <laughs> no. In fact, I believed what they said. When you have other people saying things to you, and it's like multiple people keep repeating the same thing, you don't, like, there's, there's, there, there isn't that voice that is refuting what's being said. Um, it just felt like I was cruising right through, and I was, I had to believe what they were saying, right? And, and I took their words to heart. And I didn't believe in myself. I didn't trust myself. I didn't think I was good enough. It's so funny because literally a couple of weeks ago, I was breaking down and I was crying my eyes out, eyes out because those feelings came back um, of just feeling like I'm not good enough. And, you know, now looking back at it, you know, you got you got to see when the devil is trying to is trying to come at you. You know, <laughs> he can tell you're, you're you're trying to level up. He can tell that you're trying you know you're getting things in order in your life. Um, you're about to step into who God has called you to be. He's just like, nope, I'ma bring in those things to trap you anyway. <laughs> so the word that we had been given at church this for 2022, and by the way, was that this is a year of double for all your trouble you know and i love it so much because our worship leader she had prophesied and she had like this is going to be a year where god is going to network you he's going to form relationships put you and and you know like network literally that is me this year you know i felt even in like i'm a person who like listen am i old enough to even be talking this about all these stuff truly not really. Um, I'm not in my late 20s. I'm not in my mid 20s. I'm in my early 20s. And some might even think, aren't you too young to be talking about relationships? And to me, the thing is, no, no, I'm not. I think if I don't have these conversations right now, then when am I going to have them? Right? Like, do I, should I wait to be married to talk about relationships? Because that's just messed up. I'm not, then I won't be ready. And I want to prepare when there isn't anybody. So when somebody comes in, I'm like, Listen, if you're the one God wants me to be with, I'm ready. Let's go. Like, I'm not trying to um, trip over things and, and make pointless mistakes over things that I could have learned earlier ahead. And let me tell you the mindsets I had, y'all, going into relationships. This is it. Um, you cross me once. It's not a shame on you. No, 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 honey, I don't do that. You cross me once, get out. <laughs> okay, like, get out. And I, there was no room for forgiveness at all. And y'all, I am a PK. <laughs> I'm a pastor's kid. Um, I've, I grew up in the church. And once again, just because you're in a building doesn't make you 
the CEO, right? Like just because you're in a you're in a garage, it doesn't mean you're the mechanic, right? So God had to take me through a lot of things, and I love it so much that I stumbled upon relationship goals before I even became interested or had any in-depth knowledge of the love of God. And so, yes, it's a paramount, in fact, like relationships. And I don't want you to just look at this as a romantic kind of wording. It's to do with you as a, with like, because your relationships are just your roles to different people. That's how you relate to other people. So how we relate to other people is based on your roles. Like, for example, you know, the talking I'm listen, I'm raised in an African household. Your parents cannot be your best friends. You cannot be talking to your to your to your parents like how you do with your homie, with your peer. <laughs> it's never going to happen. No, 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 no. Mm-mm. So, but anyway, it has nothing to do with being African or not if anybody's offended. But the thing is how you relate to other people is very important because hurt people do hurt people. That speaks, you know, I've heard that all the time about other people saying that. But I feel like it, in a supernatural sense, in a spiritual sense, it, it it's the same as well. You know, you have like, if you have a jealousy problem, the devil can play on that root of jealousy to get you into witchcraft. You see what I'm saying? And so it's, it's, it's things like this. So you being hurt, you can hurt other people, right? And I was doing that i was hurting myself and i was hurting other relationships as well now do i say yes to what those people were saying about me and doing to me no but because i was carrying around wounds i carried them on into my later years and i've had an episode about this i talked about the importance of forgiveness right but i feel like just because we go through something once you know, we, 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 we think we're, we're fine. We think we're okay. You've had years of experiencing this trauma. You need more time as well to still um, process the whole stuff. And, you know, and I'm, I've been learning that so much now because I keep telling myself, listen, listen, you've been given authority with the name of Christ. That don't mean... Um, that you're Jesus though, you know, because <laughs> Jesus is Jesus. You just have the ability to use his name. You're a child of God. You have his name, right? And and that that's what I've been aligning myself with. So yes, I've had episodes where anger will try to rise up again, right? And I have to tell myself, come on now. Like we've dealt with this. And I think I, I would get upset with myself, but I realize years of going into this means you had you need time also to undo a lot of stuff but yeah um but this year it really god put in my heart the importance of others as a believer i think i touched on this (laughs) um in, in the december series when i was talking about the importance of fellowship i found i finally started to get it like it was starting to nitpick at me but y'all it is 2020 and I've attended a Bible study. Yes, I know. This is not making me look good at all. I mean, some of y'all are just like, I've attended a Bible study. No, no, no. I mean, I, I was actively participating in a room of people I don't really know. It was crazy. Um, and <laughs> And I was telling them stuff about me and stuff that I've experienced and my mistakes and where I've been hurt. And that was amazing you know like it was interesting because i felt them literally why we have to fellowship with each other why you have to sur- the company you surround yourself with is so important and the people you're 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 eating with the people you're you're you're, you're rejoicing with are those the people who despite all you can you can be your true self with and they can call you out you know um lately what we've been doing in bible study actually we're we're just you know unloading all of like sunday's messages that we hear at church and my favorite thing is the ability of those people to be raw right in front of other others each other right like to be to be vulnerable 
and be honest like I did this and it was it was wrong and we're able actually to tell each other that like okay I know at the time it was crazy but we still hold each other accountable to our beliefs as Christ followers right because we're on a whole journey of like uh the whole the spirit or the flesh kind of thing controlling the flesh that's that's the that's the series that our pastor is doing right now but and so which technically i know that i think about it does relate to relationships because as a believer there are times um when you're in the middle of conversations and you're like right now i don't want to talk to her i really don't want to talk to you girl or you're honestly you're burnt out you're tired and you don't want to listen to anybody you don't want to be there for anybody and you know it's moments like that i think about jesus and i'm like yo he if when he heard that john the baptist i think was going to be killed that night or something like that or he, they had murdered him or whatever after he was arrested he still had time for the other people that were calling for him and i think about that and that humbles me so much because i'm like relationships are not about me you know it's like when you enter relationships it's where you go to die to self that is where i go and be less i don't want to say less of me but less of self-centeredness is <laughs> not all about me i know i love first Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 11 when it comes to the importance of fellowship being in relationship with other people surrounding yourself so we're, we're literally going back to that verse we're going to keep referring back to that verse god did not create man for them to be alone like you were not created to be in isolation except moments of separation where god literally takes you out himself you got to be in the wilderness you know what i mean jesus 40 days 40 nights so <laughs> um but i realized for the first time even in my prayers i was praying for another person i wasn't just praying about my problems and don't get me wrong there's nothing wrong about you praying about your issues but i was praying for somebody else i was getting passionate in prayer for somebody else's situation i was crying out to god for him to do a miracle for somebody else and that's that's what i mean about this process of you that's where you go to die to self that's where you go to be less self-centered less selfish right it's, and you become about other people you know and and, and i feel like even in that moment because i think never actually not not never only once did we i don't even think it was that was complaining but jesus never complained he never said y'all listen okay y'all are too many no we're not doing this but he wasn't a human body you know what i'm saying and he gave himself for the will of god and i'm like yo that's relationships right there that's what i that's who i want to be as well i want to be a person who's there for you so first thessalonians chapter 5 verse 11 therefore encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing so question is when you're in relationship do you encourage other people are you building each other up right are you are you because you, here's the thing <laughs> i think even like a little point that i wanted to mention actually later on was that relationship will always begin with god i think god is our bestest blueprint of relationship you can't be in a relationship unless you know how to be in one with god and i feel like how i'm phrasing that is kind of messed up <laughs> but when what i mean is that i can't be good and in a relationship unless i know how to be in a relationship with god because i've always thought to myself when i was um in hidden sin yeah that's what we're gonna call it when i was in hidden sin i found myself battling with this person who my parents say I am and the person who I really am who I know I am right I know who I am when all the lights are off I know who I am when everybody else leaves and then I had this moment of understanding 
I'm never alone. Really, I'm never. Because it doesn't matter who leaves. God always remains. As I speak to you now, God is in the room. God never leaves. And I had to realize, am I going to keep pretending he's not here when I'm in this hidden sin? Because is it really hidden from him? no it's not i forgot who spoke this actually and and they said you know i can ascend up to the to the heavens you are there i can descend up to the shoal you are there show by the way it's hell i think like i can hide to the top of my, you are there you are everywhere there is there's no running from you and and i just want to say like if you don't believe in god trust me he's the god you cannot escape from right he's the he's the final judge how can he be a judge if you've never faced him face to face because he's been there he's i always like to say he's the only one who's been there before the world knew of me so why should i rely on the world or even rely on other people when they before they even knew of my existence god knew of who i'm going to be before i even came here i was formed made in the spirit before i became natural and so there's there's this pulling in me i'm like man i i relationship with god is the foundation and to me that's how it started so what does that mean i cut off a lot of my communications with a lot of people and i'm not saying go and cut off your friends please listen (laughs) but if you're in toxic relationships that are not encouraging you like first thessalonians says then why are we even doing this? Why are we wasting our time together? I don't understand. You know, I always value, I, used to, I, used to, I, I, I value friendships where we can, we can like separate for like, I don't know, so many, so many weeks or every month to say, but when we get together, we have so much to tell each other. Like I value friendships like that because like we can't be separated by time, really like that. Um, but I have met, met or even been in friendships where it's like time apart actually kills you guys. That's how, like your, your connection or whatever. That's because that's how, you know, like, did, were you, what is it that you were doing when you, when you're together? Really nothing. And this goes for friendships. This goes for your boyfriend. <laughs> this goes for your girlfriend. This goes for, um, just that person that keeps hitting you up at night on the text messages and asking you if you up like no that's not gonna happen we're not doing this here and if i'm gonna even bring the message right of like what uh we're, we're, we're being taught on sunday was that people cannot satisfy you man you know because here's the thing I'm story time. We're going to story time. Growing up, I always felt like I wasn't good enough. And so I always felt like I had to have someone tell me that I'm good enough. I wouldn't believe it unless you said it. And I think especially because the main people who were bullying me were guys. I grew up to want validation from them. I grew up desiring a guy to be the one who tells me, you're beautiful. You are talented you're so good at 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 doing that you know you're so good at at being you're smart you know i i want them to tell me that Uh, so it grew from wanting guys to say it be and being just like having transactional friendships friendships that just made me feel good you know like it, it doesn't matter whether i'm in destruction or i'm walking in the right way as long as you told me good job as long as all i heard from you was something that made me feel good that's all i wanted and i realize now that is so destructive um i don't know how many people know that you can be in a relationship where someone is telling you only good things and that can be death for you i always say too much of everything is bad for you too much of water is even bad for you (laughs) so too much of sweet things coming in your ear is bad for you as well um i'm always saying like i want people who keep me accountable 
on people in my life who can call out my wrongs be like yo that ain't you that's not you what you doing girl like and so or even I, I like to say like I want to keep telling people my losses I want to keep telling someone that I messed up why it it it, it it kills pride in me. It kills my ego, and I and and I know that's a win. That's a that's a that's a that's a pain for my flesh, but it's a it's a win for my spirit. And because I'm admitting I'm wrong, and you know, I, I, I this is listen. We're all gonna we're we're just gonna always do a one eighty right back to Jesus. Okay. My favorite thing about even though I said I was Christian, the the beginning of. I desire to be a disciple for Jesus. I desire to follow you, Jesus. Started at the point of saying, oh my goodness, I'm wrong. I had to say I'm wrong. I had to, I had to actually look at myself and say, I'm not, I'm not a good person. <laughs> what? I, I'm not, I'm not a good person. I don't do good things. All the things that I'm doing here, all the things that I keep saying that are innocent, they are wrong, right? And and I needed that because that's when I got to see, oh, I do need Jesus. Not so he can get me out of hell, <laughs> but because he had to, when he came in, he loved me. Oh my goodness, I like to tell this story all the time. 2019, I remember I cried um, on my knees and I said, God, tether me to you. <laughs> Don't ever leave me here. Listen, I, I know I'm about to drop all these things that are pleasing to me and say yes to you because I'm saying yes to you and I'm saying no to them, not because I don't want them, but because you don't want them. Relationship, guys. Relationship. Relationship is all about you. It's where you're going to die to yourself. And it's only recently I started learning. Okay, you want to be married? Do you know how to die to yourself? Do you know how to crucify your selfishness? Do you know how to, like, sometimes you want something. But it's not good for your relationship. Do you know how to say no to yourself? Do you have the, the fruits of the, of the spirit? You have the spirit. You have the Holy Spirit. But I want to know, are you putting them to work? Faith without works is dead. Come on now. Are you putting them to work? Are you using those gifts that the Holy Spirit has given you? And some of you guys would think, oh, well, I can use them for ministry. I can use them to just be like, no, 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 no. And even in your relationships, as a friend, right? As a friend, do you know, Do you, are you exercising kindness? Do you have self-control? What does that mean? Yes, girl, you can have the fries. <laughs> you can have the fries, even though I don't want the fries. It means, can I be honest with you? What you just did there is wrong. You were not supposed to do that. You're my homegirl, but that was wrong. Are we having these conversations? Yes, we're in a relationship. I know right now you probably want to sleep with me, but we're not we're not doing that. We're going to hold ourselves. Are you having those kind of questions, like conversations? Or oh, you know, like I I guess. I guess I just, you know, for me to do what I want to do, I would just um I mean, it's not a big I mean, I think you're going to be my husband, so we might as well. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I had to realize, like, oh, man, like, there are so many things I want to share with y'all. Like, there's so many things I had to debunk in my life about relationships. I had to unlearn the idea of the one, God, where is my the one? <laughs> Send me the one. And once again, God had to bring me back to that place of being like, without me you cannot be satisfied without god you can't be satisfied and it is hard to admit it is painful to admit that god is saying seek him before you seek anything else and i always even like to say it's like okay god you're saying that because you want you want to teach me i will agree with that statement but i also want to agree with the statement that is because he's better god is just a better 
you know? Sure, that thing might be good for you now, but he's better for you forever, you know? So before I, like, listen, I don't know if I want to do this as a series you know, for, 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 for February, you know, like all of February, that's how we're going. Um, but I just want us to get to that place of how is your relationship with God? I don't want to get it, like, I'm a single person right now, and I am praying to God each and every time, and I'm like, when when that man gets here, <laughs> when that future husband gets here, I'm not trying to be acting foolish. I heard someone say, some of y'all are praying to God, asking for a husband, but your girlfriend material. And I was like, "Oh, you want you want you want to go there? <laughs> you want to you want to you want to take it outside because that was personal." And it's true, but it's true though. You want to be a wife, but you're a girlfriend material. You 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 want to be a CEO, but you're still acting like an employee. Like I don't, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we want all these things from God. We want relationships, you know, some of y'all, if you're like, you're probably praying, God, send me Christian friends. And he's like, but, but you don't want to be part of events that happen at your church. You don't want to go nowhere. You want to stay by yourself. You want to be on your phone all day. You don't want to have a conversation with somebody. You want to keep to yourself in the back corner. of the. You don't want to talk to nobody. So how am I supposed to send you friends when they're all around you, but you can't see them because you're just too self-obsessed? We all got problems. Don't get me wrong. There's this verse I like, actually, that says, Take heart. They're, your brothers and sisters in Christ are going through the exact same thing. How will I know they're going through this exact same thing if I don't talk to nobody? And what does that happen? And now I'm moping around the place. Oh, God, it's only me. It's only me who's going through this. Everybody else is happy. Everybody else gets what they want. No, we don't all get what we want. We're all in the season of waiting. We're waiting. We're waiting on God. Now, would it be... Let's just, let's just hash this out. Would it be better to sit there and in self-misery, fighting the battle alone, because yes, the devil be attacking you? Or would you rather go and join hands with your church family? Yes, with your peers who are going through the exact same. I was shocked last week in Bible study. I There were like five, six girls there sitting there talking about, girl, we're on the same page, okay? Like I'm single and I'm out here, God, like where's this man? And I'm like, oh my gosh, we're all going through the exact same thing. We're all asking God the exact same thing. I'm waiting on you, God. Where's the man at? Okay. My favorite thing my pastor said, he's like, the problem is not that God doesn't want to bring your man. It's that you don't want to go nowhere. You don't want to go to church girl groups. You don't want to go to church Bible studies. You don't want to go to uh, Wednesday nights, uh, you know, evangelizing nights. Like you, you don't want to do any of that. So God is not going to deliver him express shipping to your house is not going to happen just like how he's not going to deliver how can god network you if you don't put in the work as well i always say the sign of faith the sign of expectancy of god is preparation my word for 2022 that i got from god was ready and the way the word ready was painted out isn't being like Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> it was in like a race. In a race, every time when I was little, you'd get on your on the track, you know? <laughs> That's the time when I would feel like I need to pee because I'm freaking out. I know I'm going to come out last. Um, <laughs> and the the person who has to pull the, the, the gun thingy for you to go, he'd be like, on your mark, ready. And I was like, imagine in an athlete's mind. They're on the track and they're hearing this guy counting down these words to get ready for you to go. And I think at that moment, you just think of all the preparation, like you have the prize in mind. That's that's what you want. That's what you want. And it's not go yet, but you're in between go and on your mark. Now, for me to get to go, I got to prepare for go. I got to be in the mindset 
to go. And so to me, I'm like, okay, Lord, I don't understand what this word is today. <laughs> um, but uh, sure, we'll go with it. And let me tell you something. I'll, I go to girl groups on Wednesday that my church hosts. Okay, no, someone from church hosts it. <laughs> but yeah, you get what I mean. But it's like what I get from there is I'm relating to all these people in this room who are people from different journeys, different avenues, but we all just want Jesus. We all want God. You know what I mean? And we're just sit there, sitting there and talking and it's iron sharpens iron kind of moment. It's how can we be better, church? You know, and we're just sitting, we're talking. We're and you know what? As we share all these things, I remember, I'll tell you my first night when I went there. I, I, I remember coming home and I was like, oh, I talked too much. I talked too much. You know, that feeling of once again, you did it, you, 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 you were too much, you know, you need to dial down. The devil was trying to mess with me. And as I was praying right there, literally God kind of put in my heart, this is what I want you to do. All the revelations I've been giving you, I want you to share them with everyone. I want you to tell everyone what I've been telling you. And literally right there, someone, a friend of mine from the girl group texted me and she was like, thank you so much for coming on, on Wednesday. Like it was super, this was the next day, yesterday. Thank you for coming last night. It was super fun. I loved all your contributions and stuff like that. And I was like, God, look what you done do. <laughs> um, and literally, I, I will keep saying this. Only God can satisfy you. It's not her validation. It's the timing of when that happened. Literally, God combated every lie that the enemy was trying to speak over my life. So I had to go through, like, I'm at this point of, so what if I embarrass myself? So what if that literally come as how God presents you? I've been in a season of separation. It's been COVID, y'all of it by myself dealing with my thoughts dealing with all the stuff that is happening around me and to sit there and hear other people explaining all the stuff that they've been through we're sharing testimonies with each other i go back and throughout the week i just keep replaying all the stuff we're talking about you know the moments that we share to each other and we're, we're encouraging each other and i'm like this is what god is talking about this is the word that I received on the first, uh, you know, like the word for the year. God is going to network you. And I'm like, this is what I've been praying for. I've been praying for Christian friends, people who I can be around. And I don't have to feel weird about us talking about God. Like, it's not a weird thing. But not to say that I've abandoned my friends that are not Christians. We still have to be a witness, right? But just make sure... You're influencing, not getting influenced. Um, you are, you're, 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 you're presenting the kingdom of God to them, not taking in your past and all. You know, you don't want to go back there. If you feel in your spirit, you're, you're, you're just, you're dragging behind. You're getting, you're losing that fire. I was, if I'm you, I'm just like, I'll cut it off right there. But relationships are God's design. Are God. God's plan. You know, all the devil wants to do is to steal, kill, and destroy. God comes to give so much and so much abundance, but you gotta go to him first. You have first Corinthians chapter 13. That right there, I call it the language of love. Like you guys have that book, you know, that you read the the what is it? Five lang love languages or whatever. This for me is my book of the dictionary of love. This is how you explain love, okay? 1 Corinthians chapter 13, it tells you everything. Begins with the gut-wrenching thing that every believer wants to think. Um, me doing all these works for God is... I mean, it does have weight to it. But Paul just tells you, without love, nothing. I've really done nothing for God. And so, how do we show love? How... 
on this day, <laughs> Valentine's Day, while you are thinking about, I don't have nobody to spend Valentine's Day with. Um, I don't really care about that stuff. Like, you know, you, you that's probably what you're thinking. Like, you know, I don't care about that stuff. It's not a big deal to me. I personally have made it <laughs> a mission of mine that even though I, even if I get married, when I, when I, when I get married, I'm not going to take Valentine's Day to heart because I'm like, trust me, girl, I'd rather have somebody love me, uh, put in effort every day. Don't go up and about for one day. <laughs> no, no, no. That doesn't make any sense. Um, you got, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta come correct. All right. You got, you gotta, woo. If you're going to put the, if you're going to make the effort show up every day or more consistently, don't just come with like one day just because the rest of the world is doing it. No, we're not moving with culture here. But what I'm trying to say is I've just purposed it in my heart to remind myself of how I now know what love is. Or rather, I'm learning what love is. And it's cliche, but yes, 1 Corinthians chapter 13. I'm learning patience. I'm learning how to be kind and thoughtful. I'm learning how to forgive. I'm learning how to stand for truth. I'm learning how to be supportive and have endurance. I'm learning that you can't love somebody today and unlove them tomorrow just because you're offended or you're hurt you know I think about how even the people who have hurt me God says I have to love them still I've watched so many documentaries of people and Christians being murdered for Christ yet yet, yet they still pray for the people that are oppressing them and I'm just like that right there it it, it, it doesn't make sense to other people but all I have to say is I'm, I'm going to need the Holy Spirit for that one. Because, like I told you at the beginning, I, I've always been that person who said, mess with me once, get out. <laughs> we're not, we're not going to have a debate about it. We're not going to debunk everything. But last year, I sat down, listened to a bunch of uh, podcast shows about relationships. And I got humbled by listening to these women talk about how they caught their husbands in the middle of watching pornography or somebody cheated. And in fact, they were in the process of ending a marriage, but God somehow moved them to a place of forgiveness. You know, it's hearing those things that they can forgive for all that. And I'm like, whoa, I I would have never. Now, I'm not saying I'm forgiving because of that. But it's the ability for them to say glory to God. Because really, I never wanted to forgive that person. But there's this peace that God brought when forgiveness came in the room. When God stepped into our mess, there wasn't any mess anymore. And I thought, wow. Now, I'm not asking (laughs) for all of that. But what I'm saying is I'm learning each and every time. There's so much to what love actually is. And at this moment, if you're you're a single person, you're like, God... I'm waiting <laughs> anytime now. Or you're either even in just relationships to just fill a void. Nobody can fulfill you like Jesus can. Nobody can make everything make sense like God can. And I promise you, trust me, I'm thinking we're, we're gonna do a Friday thing. Maybe I might have. Listen, I have scheduled Fridays to want them for be to have like uh, a guest kind of thing. We're still working on that. Um, but I think it'll be super fun if I could have somebody and we could talk about all relationship stuff and even go deeper on it. Um, 
maybe some some common things I've heard about dating and stuff like that. I thought, why not? Okay, it's February. Might as well go all out. Um, but when you draw closer to God, he'll teach you how to relate to other people. I used to tell myself, man, I'm introverted. <laughs> I don't talk much. I don't, I'm a homebody, you know, and stuff like that. And God was like, you better renounce that real quick. <laughs> the Holy was like, you better, you better throw that down. You better step on the head of the serpent. Do not call yourself names that I never gave you. I was like, yes, sir. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't say it like that, but that's how it sounds in my head. Um, but yeah, he, he told me I had to renounce some things that I believed growing up that I'm shy. He's like, I didn't call you to be shy. A child of God, you are bold. (laughs) I didn't give you a spirit of timidity. I didn't, I didn't call you to sit down and have a tape over your mouth. And believe what the lies of the world tell you that you're not good enough or you know you see how you you see what I mean that's why I tell you I spent weeks after 29 like when I'll be sitting on the toilet y'all and crying my eyes out yeah just bawling because I'm like God sees me God loves me and each and every single time and and I want to be that person to tell you right now God sees me you i didn't say god sees all of us i said god sees you as you stand as yourself alone wherever you go god sees you you're not by yourself you're never alone it's impossible for you to ever be alone because he's always there now can you drive him away can you pull away from him i mean he's as closer as you as as close as you want him to be I was shocked when I read that when I read that verse. I was like, "Well, then you better be sitting right next here to me cuz hello. <laughs> it's it's hard out here." Um but I absolutely and I mean absolutely am floored each and every time. I can never get o- get over hearing God loves you because it it's it's one of the things that just made me break walls. You know, we grew up hearing all about it. You don't you go sinning. You that's that. Hell is a bad place. You don't want to go there. And I grew up knowing about hell. It's not it's not something that I was shocked about. You know, and I won't deny that's that's another approach. You know, to bring people to God. But I'm like my foundation. He loved me so much, he laid down his life. And I always say, people like to say, listen, this is a religion, it's not a relationship. Stop making it so deep. Stop messing it up. Otherwise, people are not going to be able to to be committed to prayer. No, 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 no. It's a, it's a relationship. It's just some people are bad at relationships. I've learned God is a God who shows up for me every day, so I'm going to show up for him every day. I, 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 that's the least I could do, show up for him every day, in private, in public, I show up for God every day, what does that mean, I make appointments these days, and I go to them, I, if someone asks me to be somewhere, I'm gonna be there, I call other people, I check up on them, ask them how they are, that's not me, y'all. I'm all, I've been the person who's all about being in my business, but now God is up in here telling me, call that girl and ask her how it is. And when I get to hear them say, thank you so much for reaching out to me, it means a lot. I always go back to say, look at, look at God, look at God. It's not me. I don't, I don't do that, but God knows that person. Because he's with that person right now. He sees that. And he, he knows how they're feeling. So he's using you and I through relationships to reveal himself to the world. Relationships are important. Question is, how are you treating your relationships? Don't, don't, don't underestimate a relationship. That is a gift right there. And so, listen... 
we're gonna end it right there we're gonna we're gonna pump the brakes right there i didn't even get through all the things this is why i don't use notes <laughs> i try to do notes for today and literally i mean i touched everything but not everything everything like the way i wanted to but it's all right it's all right what i want to say is think about it for this entire week i want you to, to improve in your relationships on at least one of your relationships or every day prioritize how am i going to add onto this relationship today how am i going to add into the relationship like just wake up every day and be like god touch me touch use me to touch other people right like through me <laughs> i want to partner with you god in this relationship you and i to minister to my other relationships yes that was good that was good holy spirit we're gonna go with that <laughs> um yes this is just this is just the this is coming out now, all right? So take take the assignment as it is because I'm also going to do the same. I'm I'm going to check on you on Friday. Uh. <laughs> and you can you can go to Instagram and you can go in there and comment. Um I will put the Instagram link or handle or whatever the at on the description, all right? So you can check it down there and you you will know where to, where to go, but and you can tell me how it's been. We can talk about it. Let's chat. We keep it real here. It's all right if you mess up. Just just, just keep coming back so we can keep it real. All right? And listen, you know what to do. Expect one on Friday. I'll let you know if there is one. But that's not what I want to say. Friday. I'll see you on Friday. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Real Walk podcast. We hope this added value to your walk with the Lord Jesus. Before you go, don't forget to rate and subscribe so you never miss an upload. All the socials are in the description, so until next time, be sure to keep it real.